Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elitists. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at exoticlimo.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is Beretta. G'day, Corey. Good to be back for another Supercoach Elites podcast. Let's get things rolling along nice and quickly. Over to the third member of the team. Welcome to the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, brother, mate. The Bombs Express is back. And uh, today, for you listeners, we have the preview of round number 17. But before we get stuck into that, Corey, mate, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter, at SC Elites, Facebook, iTunes, and the podcast store, at Supercoach Elites. Um, and also now, at our very own website, www.supercoachelites.com, um, where we've got the forums, our articles... Everything on there, jump on and check them out. The forums have been pretty great last uh, week, boys. We we launched the podcast last week. Um, had a bit of fan interactions through there. A lot of banter. Um, good for people to come on and just ask questions during the week, post their teams, get some feedback. Uh, it's been good. Uh, I like it because I can get on and just take real pot shots of bombs all the time. So, uh, good place, the, the, <laughs> the old forum. So, uh, um, yeah. I'll tell you what, there's... If there's one thing the community is going to love, it's, it's it's obviously taking pot shots at me because that's what people like to do. But as long as they're willing to, to take it back, mate, that's that's all fine by me. Always good, always good. But no, we look, we've got the podcast here today. Got to get straight into it and let's jump straight into the bubble, boys. Um, look, last week, guys, it was uh, Braden Sire. It was all about how much value he was after dropping the, uh, the 83. Um, come out this week with a score of 57, negative 64 break even, 123k mid. Um... Bombs, I know you picked him up last week. Bretta, what are you feeling on the Sire Express? Uh, I picked him up last week also. I'm a big fan. I think he's a really good player. Hard in and under. Gets plenty of the ball. Um, attended plenty of centre bounces. Was all over the field. And obviously he's no Trelaw, but he's been put into the same position as Trelaw and he's doing a, a decent job for the moment. Bombs, job security-wise, you think he's safe? Yeah, I mean... He came in the moment Trelaw went out, and I don't think he's done anything in the past two games to suggest that he might be leaving the team anytime soon. So, yeah, I think if you if you need a downgrade and you're looking for someone in the midfield, then he's your man. Uh, we've also got uh, Quinton Narkle, to a lesser extent, had only a 37 on the weekend. I don't think you'd be overconfident in picking Narkle over Sire. Uh, what about Will Power, boys, from the Gold Coast Suns? Scores of 39 in that first game, 66 in the second. He's got the forward mid-swing, and he's uh, 2K cheaper. Anyway, you'd entertain Powell over Sire? Well, I think it's it's necessary sometimes to have the forward mid swing. I think if you you know you have a wing guard as an F seven or you know just generally you just want that link between forward and mid, then yeah, certainly that that could provide an option. But Gokko seemed to be a revolving door though, so um, if you're picking him up, I wouldn't bank on him being selected with the E on any given week though. Whereas Sire may actually cover for you at one stage, who uh, who will produce probably bigger scores than Powell will. I would have thought. Yeah, Bretta, for the extra 40k, do you reckon it's worth picking Trengrove at all? Um, break even to 54, negative 54, I should say. Scores of 77 and 77, so with an average of 77, uh, 162k, <laughs> worth spending the extra 40 grand in going a Trengrove instead of a player like Sire because he's got the experience in the AFL. Uh, for me, no, because I think Sire's output is going to be just as good. For now, I think he's going to hover around the 70s as well. Um, and the thing about going back to Will Power, I, I think he is 
nice if you have um, someone with a Ford mid swing on your bench. So I'm not sure, is Wingard a Ford only or is he a Ford, Ford mid? mid? So yeah, so if you've got a Wingard or someone like that or say uh, even to a lesser extent, Paul Ahern, um, Powell can be used even if he's not playing to, say you have a midfielder out, Ahern goes to the midfield. If you have a forward player out, Hearn goes to the forward line. It's just a nice thing to have, even if Powell um, gets dropped. If Sire, or whatever his name is, CSI gets dropped, then you're kind of stuck without a midfield cover. So, one, two, three, if you didn't have the midfield swing there, um, Sire, Powell, and Trengrove, and if you did have it, would that change things? We'll go with you first, Bombs. It's it's Sire, Trengrove, and then Powell. Even if you don't have the swing? Even if you don't have the swing. Bretta, does that... Yeah, same three for me. Yeah, and I'm Sire, Trengrove and Power as well. I just can't see Power sitting in that team. It's it's pretty handy to have those other players around there that can uh, that can definitely play those roles. I think Sire's not coming out of that team. I think he'll be in there. Um, what about down back, boys? Brady Lynch from the Western Bulldogs. He's a 123k defender. Scores of 63 and 84. Negative 71 break even. If you're looking to upgrade another line, need to get rid of a... You know, if Rice doesn't come back in or um, you know someone else is ready to go, is Brad Lynch an option? Yeah, well, I think he's the only option down in defence, and um, yeah, certainly why not? I, I watched the Dogs game quite closely this week, and um, against the Hawks, he was really, really good, I thought. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a really a bad thing to say about him based on his second game. I, I didn't, well, I mean, we, we watched, we went out uh, the other week, didn't we, and saw him on, on debut, but let's be honest, boys, we, we probably weren't watching the game as much as we were watching probably the, the empty glasses that we were, we were necking that night, but, um, and please drink responsibly, you know, uh, community. Um, so, yeah, look, I was pretty impressed with Lynch, to be honest, and, yeah, I'd certainly consider him if I was looking for a defensive downgrade. Brett? Yeah, um, the 84 he put out, you know, it's in a big loss, too, so if they get battered, it's not... Usually scores drop, you know, team-wide, everybody seems to be down, but the fact that he put out a really nice score, had 23 touches, he's the clear-cut defensive option if you're going for a downgrade. Uh, and I think he's viable for a downgrade as well. I uh, can't really see him getting cut from that team at the moment, although there's a boy by the name of, um, almost said Marcus Adams there, um, Kieran Collins is playing pretty good footy in the twos, but I think Brad Lynch has uh, kind of got that little role set for himself down back um, for the doggies, so he'll 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 be fine. Um, round the grounds this week, boys, due to podcast on a Monday, haven't had enough time to do uh, full-length study, so the article will be out tomorrow, uh, probably afternoon, so get on and check Round the Grounds on our webpage. Um, but the challenge, Bumps, you want to give us an update? I know you've been oh, this for a couple yeah. of weeks now, and uh, yeah, Brett you is know really back. This is my absolute favourite part of the podcast, right? Now, for those that don't know, well, and we assume everyone does know, right, but for those that don't know, the loser of the challenge um, needs to, we'll go down to Misty's Diners down Reservoir and we'll down some form of challenge to put out to the community. Either it's a super hot chili challenge or a mountain of food challenge. Um, then what we did was we all uh, picked pretty much a breakout play at the start of the year. I took Lloyd, and I'll tell you what, Lloyd, he came out and scored 141 again this week in the 140s. Boy, is he good to bring his average up to 109.6. And you know what, boys? What? Seventh overall on points this season. Can you believe that? You see that? And uh, I think was, I'm pretty sure it was seventh. Yeah, um, I might be wrong. It might be eleventh. Anyway, no, seventh correct. or eleventh? Correct. Not, seventh? That wouldn't be the first time bombs is right. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. The number one averaging defender. I was laughed at flipping four weeks ago when I said he'll be the number one defender in the back end. And uh, 
Oh, gee, I hope the egg tastes good on your face. Anyway, moving on to position number two, uh, that is Corey, who has taken James Sisterly with 92. Bought his average down this week to 105.9, but this is the real special one. Despite a score of 124, did he score, Bretta? Your boy, Devin Smith. Do you uh, mind reading out... Story, mate. Do you mind reading out his average for me? Uh, it's a very nice 94.73. <laughs> 94.7, that is right. You heard that correctly. So, Bretta is pretty much absolutely doomed. What have we got? About six weeks to go, and he, Devin Smith needs to uh, make up about 11 points a game on James Sicily to, to get into second position. So, Bretta, uh, looks like you're pretty much stuffed. Um, and look, it's, it's, it's no coincidence that Bretta comes back onto the podcast when Devin Smith goes 120 and uh, seems to be missing when, when he fails to produce every other week. So, Bretta, what are your thoughts on that, mate? Uh, I think it's all right. You know, I'm having a pretty solid year as super coach and going <laughs> nicely down the back end, and I get a free feed at the end of it for, uh, for making a good decision. You know, it is what it is. I'll move on. We'll keep moving forward, and, you know, just keep progressing one week at a time, you know? Yeah. I, I do have to put it out there, community, to make my plea. When this goes to a vote, if anyone chooses the Mountain of Food Challenge, I'm going to be bitterly disappointed because <laughs> I know Brett pretty well and he's a man that really enjoys eating a lot of food. So let's just keep it sane, simple and make his head explode. Brett is also yeah. very, very white so I can imagine his body would become very, very red with a lot of hot food as well. And this chilli is the Carolina Reaper chilli, right? Which now, for those of you out there who are any sort of chilli nerds, right? The ghost chilli is 1 million uh, Scoville units, which is how they measure how hot it is. And this ghost chili is unbearable. This Reaper chili is 1.5 million Scoville units. This thing, Bretta, it may literally end you. Are oh, these things happening? You know, <laughs> I'm in pre-season at the moment. I'm preparing, you know. Oh, you know we'll real... <laughs> I, got some, I, got some, I bought some real spicy ramen the other day. I'm <laughs> in Australia, so... <laughs> Just sort of working my way up. Oh, man, I love that. Honestly, man, I love this. So I love it. Too good. Too ah, she'll good. be all right. She'll be all right. All right, boys. We're ready for Who Am I? Well, yeah. Uh, my favourite segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you got one yet, Brett? Or... Yeah, I got the one where oh, well, ah, there yeah, was you one. Did. You did. You, you got the goalie. Yeah. yeah. Smart. I think oh, one boy. where Metagola was one, too. All right. Ready? Yeah. I've played every game except my buy round. I have seven scores <laughs> o- under 100. Sorry, seven scores under 100. Eight scores over 100. I'm priced between 500 to 600k. I have a break-even sub 100. I have my lowest score of sub 20 and a three-round average of over 120. I'm a midfield only. Uh, Who am I? Uh, I have a... I have a feeling I know who it is. Brett, why um, don't you go first? I think I own okay. him. No, I think I own him. Am I right? Do I own him, Corey? Yeah, you own him. It's Zach Merritt. It is Zach Has Merritt. To... Yeah, there we go. Oh, you're a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sub-20 coming in round one when he got uh, delightfully knocked out. Uh, we can yep. all record that beautiful photo of Bumps that was uh, posted uh, on social uh, media. So that's the option, I'll tell you that. Just a great way to... Uh, to, you know, announce that one. Um, but boys, especially you, Bonfa, Zach Merritt, you've been pretty happy with him at the at the moment. There's a lot of people that are looking to upgrade Dusty, um, you know, move him on, frustrated. Um, he could be a back-end option if someone gets injured. Is Zach Merritt turned his season around? 
I'll tell you what he has because you know what? He's one of these players, and you'll know this on the podcast. I whine, I bitch, and I moan. And I do that a lot. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Merritt's one of those players who I do that a hell of a lot too, right? But uh, let me tell you, he's come out and he's gone five out of six. Um, five of his last six games have been 100 plus. Um, and the low score in that was 89. He is susceptible to the tag. Um, but you know what? I, I am not all that worried because in those, in those what, is, what did I say it was, five tons, he's gone four of them have been 118 or more as well. So And five of them 112 or more. So I, I think it's... I think it's seriously a, a, a something you could consider. Um, again, it's one of these things that uh, you just wait a little bit, uh, you know, right until up until finals point, and then maybe select him. Having a look at their run home, though, I mean, this is probably the only thing I'd be slightly nervous about. So they've got Gold Coast, Frio. Now, we know Frio played Banfield. Now, now, this is the concern here, right? So they've got Gold Coast, and we can assume he's going to put good numbers there, right? Frio played Banfield, who will go straight to him. They've got Sydney the week after, who played Hewitt, who will go straight to him. And then they've got Hawthorne the week after that, where Howe, or Howie, however you want to pronounce his name, will go straight to him there. But following that, Saints, Richmond, and Port all don't really play taggers, and I'm pretty happy with those final three rounds. I, I think it's three out of the next four games, though, might be a little bit of a concern to uh, to be holding Zach Merritt, though. Brett, can we just recap a little bit? Did he just call Howe Howie? Howie, what is I mean, that? Some people call him Howie, mate. <laughs> I don't reckon I've ever heard anyone call him. Yeah, um, well, uh, I think he's talking I about Collingwood he... defender Jeremy Jeremy Howie. Ah, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, the, the one that's <laughs> going to take the screen as an intercept marker. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few Hawthorne supporters out there who refer to this guy as Howie. So, Howie. Uh, yeah. Uh, any, Hawthorne, any Hawthorne supporters out there that want to back Bonser's statement, <laughs> I'm more than prepared to, to oh, hear please, reasoning please. behind it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but you made a good point there too. Um, Bretta, Zachy Merritt, on option or not? Um, well, I had a bit, I have a bit of a funny story to, uh, to rip into here, but Bonfall will enjoy this a little bit too much, so I'll keep it short, I'll keep it sweet. Um, as most last week had five, had to replace him. Uh, there was two options I was actually seriously considering. Uh, one was Andrew Gaff, who I selected. Oh. Um, not bad. The other was Zach Merritt. Uh, and I, I took a long, hard look at Zach Merritt. I really thought about it. There's plenty of cash there to be made if I went and picked him. And it finally came down to the fact that I could not be bothered hearing Bomfer's stupid voice <laughs> rip shreds off me if after everything I had picked Zach Merritt. And then on the back end of it, Zach Merritt outscored Andrew Gaff by seven points this week, and I lost my league game by five points. Oh. No, you Thank you, Bonfa, for absolutely (laughs) trashing my season without even doing anything. (laughs) You're a flog. (laughs) The voice inside my head. (laughs) He's in my head. The first six weeks of the year, all I ever heard (laughs) you crap on about Zach Merritt. I didn't raise it. You were the one coming to me telling me he was shit. So you know what, Bretta? Cop that. Yeah, but you were down, so it was really easy to kick you while you were yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you what, that's when Bretta does some really good work, actually, when I am down here. Oh, it's not like I have many chances to kick you when you're up, because you're never up, mate. So. <laughs> How's, um, how was my one during the week, Bretta? Um, it was either Gaff or Dane Beams. 
and I went Gaff. Oh, you still take Gaff. Yeah, yeah. I'd, just, I'd still be fine with that. Don't you? Yeah. So, and it didn't cost me anything, but... Just well, he did have that. the big one. I'd still be happy. He did have a big one, but you'd be happy running Gaff for... Going for Gaff is great. I mean, imagine yeah. if he could kick straight, he would have scored 200 on the weekend. Um, I still like Gaff ahead of those two, though. That would still be my upgrade there. Obviously, Kelly, Oliver, I think are in that tier above as well, even though Kelly has been pretty poor for the last two weeks. But that doesn't worry me at all. Matt Crouch having 36 and 38. doing absolutely nothing. 38, doing absolutely nothing with him. So that was always fun. Dusty Boy scoring 99. Redeemed. You both holding till finals. What's What would you do if you had Dusty? Uh, if, if I had the trades, and I, uh, how many months ago did I say this? But I had the trades, I'd move him on. I would have loved to have done it before his buy. But he's 440k. Can you move him at 440k? I mean, I mean that's that's the question. Because you could have put 100, 150,000 on top of him. I'd just hold him right up until finals um, and then deal with him week one of finals. The lovely honest. thing about his price, comparable to a couple of other things as well, I mean, if you don't have Oliver, it was still always going to be 100k to go Dustin Martin to Oliver anyway. So mm. that's that would be one way that I would look at that. You know... You, I don't know, Matt Crouch, I don't know how much you can trust that with how inefficient he was. Um, but, yeah. but you know what, Crouch is always going to... It wasn't so much about his inefficiencies as opposed to just really sort of nothing type positions. Um, the thing about Crouch is like Crouch is going to get 30 plus on a, on a weekly basis. So um, Whereas Martin, you know, he's coming out and kicking 26 and a few goals and only scoring 99. Coming out kicking so, 26? Uh, sorry, having 26 and kicking two goals, sorry. That's a shit uh, score for someone yeah. who's just kicked 26 in the <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of bias. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I do prefer Matt Crouch at 50k more over, over Dusty for sure. Yeah, uh, look, I think most teams would have their midfields all finished off. This is more a bit of a luxury upgrade kind of talk. The route, the the rounds, the lines that they probably are looking at are probably defensive or up forward, boys. So we'll get into a bit of a uh, bit of chat there. Down back, 589k months, break even of 84, seven of his seven, his last seven games, 100 plus, uh, sorry, seven of his last eight, 100 plus, um, the low score there was a 90, and six of them have been 118 plus, your man Jakey Lloyd. You, so who was that, Lloyd? Lloyd. Is he, is he that good? Yeah. He's been that good. Is he that good? <laughs> uh, if you don't have him, oh, do you God. just have to pay five ninety and go get him? For, you pay six ninety and go get this boy. Honestly, it's ridiculous. Uh, he's insanely good. Sure, he may get a little bit of bias, but you know what? That's okay. He's well deserved because he hasn't copped bias in the last two years, and he's been someone I've watched very closely, someone I've owned in the last few years, and. Um, like I said at the start of the year, this was his breakout year. I was very confident of it. And uh, look, 109. And you know what? He's now coming into contention for the choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-cho
I like Jake Lloyd, very good player, but I don't want to say too much because Bombs gets too excited. <laughs> number one defender, let that sink in. Number one defender. He's a jet. He is a jet. It's crazy good. Seventh I... overall point scorer of the year. I think that you seriously <laughs> have to try and find a way to get this guy into your team. And if it's like, you know, I know there's a lot of people looking to upgrade. If you're finishing your team with Lloyd and Fritch or uh, Webster and, uh, you know, Wingard or Come something on. like that, I think I'd, I think I'd prefer the Lloyd and Fritch scenario. Easily. Um, yeah. so, uh, this week, yeah, that so would have uh, nearly 250 points this yeah. week. Not if you mean you traded Fritch to Walters for an extra two points. <laughs> it wouldn't have got you like a few more than 150. Smart. Well, would have got you a few more closer to 150. That's, That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how good he is, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely insane how good he is. And not in, my, not in my wildest dreams would I have predicted he would average, you know, a couple points underneath 110 on the year as well. I would have thought, you know, 105 would have been a, a you know very good year for him. But to go to 110, then that, that's that's actually extreme. It's uh, it's Eddie's incredible, and he's done a very very good job. Anything to worry about when it comes to Kate Simpson? Nah, 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 man. They pulled him out. Yeah. They just, Is he playing or what? Uh, he had a tight calf or something like that. Let's be honest. They just wanted to really make sure they tanked the game against Brisbane because they couldn't give a shit about this year. So um, pulled him out, and yeah, he'll be back next week. Wouldn't be worried about that. He's um, what. What's that? He's probably his first or second game he's missed in what the last four years. I have absolutely no worries about that. And I think it's the first time in four years I've played someone that doesn't have Kate Simpson as well this week. So, oh, unlucky. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. pretty painful. And Actually, pretty, that happens. pretty scary watching someone have an emergency for him, and I had Bailey Rice sitting there. Now <laughs> oh. that you say that, Brett, my opponent didn't have him either this week. Actually, which was a big surprise. Know. And I had my checks forty six replace that. Gee, that's pathetic. Ah, you did good. Um, on the bargain basement defenders, boys, Webster um, and Hurley, Shannon Hearn, a couple of those that are in the 400s, oh, where okay. would you be looking at if it, for a 400k uh, defender down back? Uh, if we Do we have to go 1, 2, 3 on them? Is that you what you want to have? You have to go 1, 2, 3. You can kind of just give me, look, and give me 1, 2, 3 if you want. Give me someone else if they're there. What would you be doing? I think at Webster's Tom McDonald, boss? Yeah, Tom well, McDonald. Tom McDonald. Is he in the 400 yet? Yeah, yeah he's, he's down to 480 because he scored 30. Scored 30 his, last week. That's right. And what's his break, break even? Break even yeah. of 158. Webster break even of 170. Hearn yeah. break even of 76. So let me let me tell you. I think the Webster one is the one that I like. Only on the price only is the only reason. Because next week, it could be 380, 390. And I think 380, 390 is an absolute bargain to pick up of, of someone of that sort of quality. My concern, as I've stated in the last month or so, is about his ability to string games together and and play consi- and just get out in the field consistently. So, um, if you're less concerned about that, then I encourage you to to have more confidence in picking Webster. Uh, whereas, if you're really concerned about that, I'd play it a bit more safe. I don't like Hearn as a pick at all, and someone that I own is is Michael Hurley, and and I think um, Hurley would probably be the next best. But that's if you're not considering Tom McDonald in the back line, but I think Tom McDonald is head and shoulders above um, all three of them. Yeah, I like Webster at his price next week. It's That's what I'm waiting for. I'm yeah. not at all sold on Hurley, and I wouldn't be touching Hurley with, with Bomfer's team. I mean, there's just... <laughs> he had probably the best ga- well, best half he's played all year. He was on 80 at half time and finished the game on 100 points. 
Yeah. His first time since round six this year. Yeah, I just um, don't advocate Hurley at all. If you're looking at him, I'd rather wait a week or, or I'd rather actually pick Webster at his price right now than I would have Hurley. But I would definitely be waiting the week. You're going to get him cheap. If you still got an Ed Richards or a Dodie, oh, I wouldn't be getting rid of Dodie, but if you had like a Richards or someone, someone that's ready to go soon, you can wait out the week. Um, the price drop that Webster's going to put out is going to far outweigh someone like Richards and... Um, Oh. Him up for a nice price next week. It's going to cost you like twenty grand to do this that is, trade. This is looking perfect for me right now. So my next week will be Richards to Webster, and the week after will probably be someone to T Mac. Um, so it's just yeah, a couple of those stars are just going to kind of fall into place, and it's uh, going to be very very nice. Bretta, what's your thoughts down back? I don't mind Hurley. I know you guys have both said you're writing him off. I think he's fine. Uh, Matty D went out of the side as well, and he got plenty more ball this week. I think D. I think sorry, um, Hurley solid even in a bad games eighties. So we're not talking midfielders, but you're, you're hoping for a minimum hundred every week. The, we're talking defenders. Obviously, right numbers right going to drop. Sorry to interrupt you. It's just I think there's that much value down back. Why would you go pick someone as frustrating as Hurley? Because I think he's safer than he's safer than Webster. He's safer than Webster for the starters. Webster, we don't know what we're going to get until he comes back and gets full fitness. Um, T Mac. Dropped thirty last week, like uh, that's yeah, but that was coming. That, yeah. that was coming back from like a pretty big knock to the ribs. He shouldn't have played last week. Yeah, it was um, still. I don't like seeing that in there. Hurley, what's Hurley's lowest score for the year? Sixty-six in a game he got injured. Went off halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, how many games? And then he first came back seventy-six, like sub eighty. Yeah, but look at this, his last like. His last, what is it? Last four games where he's been healthy: 93, 85, 89, 100. He's had one game sub eighty. Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not like. I don't think it's as enticing as everyone else does. Like, you look at Lloyd, Simpson, Laird, Yo, Sis. There's your five. After that, probably Jack Chris better, but he's not in that 400 bracket. I like Hearn. I don't mind it at all. And then it's, for me, it's Hurley. I like Michael I'd Hurley in that spot. I'd Shannon Hearn over Michael Hurley. No, I'd take I'd, Hurley over Hearn. See, I think, that, I think the Bombers' back six is just farcical at the moment. That was the best yeah, game well, of footy they played a... on the weekend for a very long time. It was shocking. Hurley's seeing plenty of it. That's the thing. Yeah, I think I think it's just it's too. I actually think Redmond going out of that team isn't too great for him, but um, I think he like he needs a little bit more stability. They got no stability back there. I can't guarantee. I can't really tell you what role he's playing on a week to week basis. Whereas he was. Always he's still scoring general. well, like regardless. Yeah. He's still playing well and scoring well. Yeah, but I think I I don't think to the back end of the season he's near top six defenders. Who's ahead of him? Who's Lloyd, clear cut ahead of him? Yeah, Lloyd Simpson, Chris. Yep. I think Webster fully fit. Um, I still think Hurley's better than Webster. So. I think Hurley's better than Webster too. I don't That's what I'm saying. I think the top Webster five. Or... Hurley's not close to the top five. I think. I think if you're counting Sicily and McDonald, if you're counting Sicily and McDonald as defenders, then 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 Hurley's not a top six. I don't think he's top six anyway. He goes close. I think he's top... Man, look, it's a tough one because you think Lloyd Simpson, Yo Laird, right? They're locks. If you're playing Sicily and McDonald down back, they're locks. And Crisp is probably the other one that's ahead of Hurley. So I think that's seven players have just rattled off there. I that are probably in front of Hurley. Yeah, see, I wouldn't say that. I just... He, I don't think it's as bad as everyone like. Since round six... But it's not like his scores are incredibly ugly. Yeah. I'm not happy with, exactly. you know, 80s. <laughs> like no, no, but why, why would you rather 
Would you rather four eighties in a row or sixty hundred, sixty hundred? Yeah, but I'd take the eighties. Who's giving me sixty hundred, sixty hundred? No one. Ahern or whoever Webster or Webster's giving you less. Yeah, Webster got injured, bro. There's a difference. Yeah, so did Hurley. That's when Hurley dropped off. Now Hurley's come back. He's <laughs> averaging like ninety three, ninety four since yeah. he's been back. Nah. Webster says he came back from injuries, averaging seventy eight. Sample size. <laughs> Look at the sample size. Hurley, Hurley before his injury was putting out shit scores. Webster be Hurley bet. I think we need a Webster be Hurley bet here. Yeah. Webster got injured the week before. Oh, scored sixty two the week before he got injured. Like. I'm just not sold on Hurley. Just like some of these scores, there's too there's too many sub nineties for my liking. There's what five six uh, sub nineties. It's all comparative to what you're looking at. Like, I don't think if you can afford Chris, you go and get Chris. Like that's simple. I just don't thing. think. This is the good thing about Supercoach, yeah? You pick the players you like. So in me and Brett's case, we'd pick Curly, and yep. Corey can go out and pick Webster. And Agreed. that's what I'll do. Sounds good. Good talk. Good banter. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, we're good. Get back to the podium. <laughs> um, yeah, that kind of went on a real tangent, didn't it? Okay, yeah. look, we've had this question... Uh, uh, Plenty throughout the year, and I think it's a, gr- a great one to raise again. Hoff, Gray, Wingard, one, two, three, moving forward. Brett. Hoff, one, Gray, two, Wingard, three. It won't change for me. Bumps? Yeah, the Hoff. Yeah, can you say the Hoff is not number one in this? Honestly, Hoff or Wingard, Gray, I'm going to say. I'm moving forward. I reckon oh. Wingard's uh, edged them both because he's playing pure midfield. I think Hoff's the safest. Um, but yeah. if Wingard doesn't change I'm all about safe. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's You can't go wrong with Westhoff because it is super safe. I think if if Wingard stays in this midfield role, and honestly, I can't really see him coming out of it. I think Lindsay Thomas mm. has come in and helped Wingard so much. Um, and at his price, I think he's great value. And Robbie Gray just keeps getting it done. Just keeps snagging goals and going and getting his, you know, 20 touches a game. It's it's just great. Seriously, all three. Yes, I know. I'm going to start with Bretta because I already know Bomb's answer. Can it can it be done, Brett? Ah, uh, no. Bombs. Bretta, why can't you run all three? Of course you can. It's pl- because stupidity. Odds, that, odds, odds on are that Wingard or Gray, one of them's going to drop off. So I'm not going to play both. Okay, but Wingard's last five weeks, average of what, 107.8? Gray's last five weeks, 99.6. That's close enough to 100. That's good. <laughs> and Westhoff, we know, is like just the clear number one there, who's last five, 105. Yeah, Westhoff's safe, safe as houses. Robbie Gray is getting it done. You have, have Wingard and Robbie Gray. One of them goes pure forward. Like I know Gray's been playing like a fair but bit But Gray's forward, pure forward, not oh, Wingard. No, so so, so yeah. say Wingard goes pure forward for like two weeks. That, that kills your season. There's 50 and 50 potentially and you're done when you can just go and get other players who are so much safer. Do you think that, moving forward, do you think that there's any chance that Wingard's going to go forward? No. Yeah. Do you think that I expected bombs? it some stage. If they have a game where they're really struggling, then he goes forward. That's what they do. Bombs? They just put their X factor where they're not scoring. I think there could, I think there could be a half. I, I don't see him sitting forward for a full game, and definitely not in consecutive weeks. Neither do I right now, too. Unless it's like that, in fact, you know, last week where he had the sore... Um, quarter, whatever it yeah, was, and was probably, rest forward. Like three weeks ago. I now, think yeah. he's just. Yeah, that's I right. Think but he's, he's, still, too, he's still pumped out an eighty that game. He's way too valuable for them in the midfield. And I've always been the first to whack Wingard. I love calling him a downhill skier. Um, but it's good to be a downhill skier in a team that's winning football. So I, I just think he's he's great delivering the ball inside fifty. Um, he reminds me a lot of Robbie Gray at the start of the year. 
when Robbie Gray was had that stint in the midfield when uh, Rockcliffe was out and yeah, they want someone to use the ball. It just seems like right now that they're just intertwining. I think Wingard's spending the majority of the time in the midfield. It's probably a 70-30 or an 80-20 split with Robbie Gray. I love Wingard's minutes right now and really liking what he's putting out. Brett, Michael Walters, you missed the discussion last week. Um, I'm huge on Walters. Got him in this week. I think without Fife, he's a super valuable option. Freo have been bitterly disappointing, and he still managed to put out 104. Do you condone or do you uh, not like Michael Walters moving forward without five? I like Walters from now. I don't like it if you pick him start of the season just because has a bad history of getting hurt and missing bulk amount of games. But I think you can carry him for eight weeks and I think he scores just fine. If they're going to tag someone, it's probably Lockie Neal, isn't it? Yeah. Are you worried about injury at all? Always, but eight weeks, he's probably more odds on to be fine than he's to get hurt. Bombs, you change your tune at all? No, I, I don't change my tune because I, I didn't not like him because of his what I thought his output was going to be. I, I didn't like the selection because I think he's going to burn you know, at some stage through an injury or through a missing game or something along those lines. Um, it's it's not a matter of if he gets full if he gets through a full game, he should be able to average at the bare minimum, kind of like ninety five, probably ninety to ninety five at the bare minimum um, in the back end of the year here. But no, I think. You're running into finals and say he's played four or five weeks in a row and you're going into finals, that's when I started to become a little bit nervous, particularly if he is a unique. I love the pick and I picked him last week and I think it's going to be great moving forward. Toby McLean. I swear we had that exact same conversation last year and then like... Walter's PCL. Don't, don't speak it. about my year last year, though. <laughs> he went down and caught got relegated to Divi 2. Uh, I reckon we could have just simply like slotted last year's podcast into this week and it would have been just perfect. Yeah. It would have been confusing when we are talking about how good Dustin Martin's week was and <laughs> Dangerfield done it and, and I'm yelling at everyone to not VC Dangerfield again and that would have been a little bit awkward. Um, Toby McLean, if you don't have him, priced at 440k has turned up once in the last five weeks. Uh, is it now time to kind of avoid him, or is he just too good at that price value for money-wise? Too good. Oh, I don't him for the last five weeks, so I apologise to everyone out there. But I think at, at 440k, I think that's an absolute bargain. With limited options up forward, I think he's an absolute shoe in for, you know, top four. Top four forward, yeah. He's Better than Wingard, better than Walters, better than Gray for me. Right now, at 508k, would you wait for Heaney to bottom out at 100, break even at 197, or would you go and get him early? If you don't own Heaney um, and you're pretty safe in finals, then you just wait. And if you need the wins? If you need to go, need a wins to get the finals, go get Heaney. There's your ex. There's your bring it back to the field, not really next factor, because everyone else should have him. Yep. Yeah. Do you reckon um, Jacobs goes to Heaney, though, this week? Because let's face it, Jacobs probably can't match JPK in terms of strength. strength He'll probably yeah. struggle against Parker. Jacob's um, strong, man. Get concerned. I think that... I don't go to Parker. Ball, um, maybe he'll go to Heaney, I think. What's Parker averaging? Surprised he's done a... Uh, probably 90-odd. I mean, Parker hasn't set the world on fire. You know what he, he has had? He's had a lot of low-possession games, but he's kicking a lot more goals, Parker. So what you're finding with Parker is he has a lot of, like, 20-possession, maybe one or two goal games which is getting him like a lot of scores around 80 to 90, but it's not doing enough to really 
um, scoring tons and he's averaging uh, 100. He's averaging, yeah, flat a hundred. Yeah. yeah, he called nice. him to be top eight this year, didn't he? Well, I, I did. I thought he could have been someone of that, you know, within that five hundred thousand dollar price bracket. Who, you know, we've seen before, can average one hundred and ten plus. So, I mean, yeah. He's clearly. averaged 111 before. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah clearly in that hindsight. That, that was that season where he was a forward, wasn't it? When he had forward, yeah. 11? Yeah. A I think he broke his now, leg. But it was plenty uh, no, I think it was, I think it was the year after. Oh. He he lost DPT status, and it was the year after where he just, he was mid-only option. Because I remember right. I was really hesitant in picking him because of that whole, you know, forward line. You can't have set. more than... It was the whole thing where you can't have that many Sydney midfielders because we had Hanabry yeah, going bananas and JPK as well. JPK too. Yeah. Yeah. There's such yeah. a large sample size of forward mids that have gone like gone bananas the year that they were a forward mid, and then next year being a mid only, and then just gone huge that year of mid only. Yeah, like Dusty, JPK, McRae, uh, yeah, Rockliffe. Yeah, it was uh, Rockliffe and, did it as well, and Zorko, Zorko as well. Rockliffe and Zorko yeah. the same year. Same year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Zorko lot. started. He, I remember he was suspended for round one, so no one picked him. And then he went and scored like thirteen yeah. hundreds in a row That's to start right. his year. So next year we just start Isaac Heaney in the midfield. Oh, absolutely! You were saying he's got that whole. Um, he's like tracking McRae scores Bro, wise. McRae is identical. It's gonna nice happen. Player. I'm just starting him next year off that pure fact. I like hey, that. It's really not identical. He's had like five scores under a hundred. Oh no, God, dude, no, no, no. If you look at the scores, man, identical. Yeah, exact same every week. Um, is Bruce an option after his one fifty six on the weekend? I haven't paid attention to Lukey Bruce. You know what? What's uh, he doing? Well, have a look at his last five or so, Bretta. I bring and this up. I think it was yeah, last week. Yeah, it's his last month of football that's been insane. One twenty four, one thirty one, one oh nine, one sixty five. And with these teams Carlton. coming up, Brisbane, Carlton, Freo, Essendon, you'd be licking Good your sense. lips. You'd be licking your lips at, at the prospect of that. Um, I think this is another one of those players where this is just a form patch, and the form patch will end at some point. But, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't encourage picking him. But, yeah, he's in form. It's, look, it's hard to say no to a player who in the last month has averaged like 130. Um, but I am going to say no to it because... I think this is more of a form patch uh, that can't be sustained over the next seven weeks. Major Lukey Bruce was listening to this, hearing Bomper say, you're not that good, you're just in form. There aren't many players, Bretta, who can score consistently for 22 rounds. And I think Bruce would kind of be like, you know what, yeah, I probably am one of those players. I'll do my best to to be one of those players. But I think if he, you know, really had a a hard think and was honest with himself, he's, he's probably thinking... Well, yeah, you know what? I'm probably not one of those players. Just too much forward time? Well, he's been playing a lot more in the midfield. His tackle counts up, his position counts up. That's what I like about it. And that's what Clarkson does. He's throwing his team right around. But for the first time in a long time, I felt like the Hawthorne forward line on the weekend actually functioned like it did during the premiership uh, years with Gunston, Bruce uh, and Ruffhead all just absolutely dominating. They all seemed in sync and in synergy with each other. It was it was just good to watch. Um he did kick six or seven, whatever six, he did, yeah. Bruce. But, um, yeah, look, like I said, I think this is just a form patch. And at 527, uh, it's, it's, I think it's a big risk to take. I'd rather spend the 100000 less and grab McLean. I think there's just so much value everywhere else up forward that, you know, it's not even worth it. If you're having a look at it, you're, I reckon you'd almost be better off waiting for T-Mac than you would pick a player like Bruce. Yeah, agreed. Um, buddy boys, 453k, 145 break even, slotted four two weeks in a row for some lovely scores of 60 
is if you've got Buddy, is it time to have a think about moving him on, like a Dustin Martin situation? Do you hold for, for finals? Or if you don't have him, is he a player that you look to bring in, Bretta? I have him. I'm holding. I'm not really going to try and overthink it. And um, if him and Dusty both stink it up all the way to finals, I've got a few trades and some cash that I'll I'll make a luxury upgrade on one of them when I get the finals. Bumps. The the only thing I can say about this is, and as a Franklin owner, as someone who said around the buy time when we did our top six forwards, we didn't put him in the top six forwards. The only thing that is saving Buddy from being traded out of a lot of teams right now, I think, is his next month of football where he's got North Melbourne, Gold Coast, Essendon, and then Collingwood. Teams where he historically um, kicks a fair few goals on. So, um, Not against Collingwood. He doesn't kick goals against Oh, them. yeah, sorry. I forgot, I forgot now that they're the lids off. The goal you go fullback. I forgot about that. But their next month... Henry Shade kept him goalless last year, man. That's how good Collingwood is. Yeah. yeah. And that's got nothing to do with Shade either because he's not there anymore. That has to do with Collingwood. Yeah, he's not even on the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to Henry Shade. Played well in last year. That was impressive. Um, I, th- I think this is the, the saving grace for Buddy. I wouldn't encourage people to go pick him up, though. He's 450k. Yeah, he can sort of turn it on, but no, I, I don't like uh, him as a pick. Um, I don't want him in my team moving forward, but I think the next month will either be his saving grace or it'll mean that I will never pick this guy in Supercoach again. Do you know where I would like Buddy right now as like an M7 option? Oh, I do this every week, F7 option. You know what? You know when we say, you know, Wingard, F7, yeah. M9, M whatever it is, put Wingard on field and loophole Franklin score. That's what you should be doing if you did that setup. Just like something wrong with you. <laughs> with who? What are you saying? Bumper. What's wrong with that? Put Wingard on. Put Wingard on ahead of Franklin. This guy. No, put yeah. Sick. Put Wingard on field and and loophole Franklin. There's nothing wrong with that, Bretta. Yeah, but I've got I've got Paula Hearn as well. How am I going to do that? Well, I'll tell you what. Loophole Hearn with flipping Franklin because but everyone's that's... playing. You don't have an injured player to be loopholing. Oh yeah. You haven't got a you haven't got a uh, F eight who can't perform that role. Not if I bring Wingard in for Tim Smith. Impossible. Uh, I can't yeah. get anyone on my bench to play a game of football at the moment. I'm, I didn't the back I'm literally running less playing emergencies than I am playing. I'm so I'm glad I've got a few trades left because the more that like those key players like Five Simpson miss games and possibly have to be traded, the better I'm looking because the benches are so thin. Yeah. Did you know, I, I read on Twitter today, this is completely off topic, that there was a peanut out there who traded out Cade Simpson to avoid a donut. Cade Simpson is averaging literally half a point less than Jake Lloyd on the year, and he's sideways traded him to avoid a donut this week. Where is he sitting? Well, if you had, if you had, if if you had 11... Where, I don't know where he's If you had 11 trades, one for you wouldn't do it? No, hell no. If I was oh. high up in the overall, I would. You know what I would have done? I would have traded... Yeah. Again, yeah. One of the, no, I would have traded one of the rookies down and, and went and got that Lynch fella from the dogs. Because, you know... He was have, always going to score 84. But it's not that. Even <laughs> if you thought he was going to score 60, 60 would have been sixty would have been all right just to cover you for the week. And then you got to trade Simpson. He's averaging over 109. What if you traded Simpson to Brayshaw and then go Brayshaw back to Simpson next week? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like, Racial went big. 130 odd. 126. Yeah. 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 And, he's been, and he's been good. You know, he's averaged over 90. I'm so happy that he's playing well. Yeah. Is it's, he an option? I don't think so. No, not quite. 
Because no. he's still, he's, he's got, you know, in saying that, he scored five scores underneath 70, uh, 80 for the year. He's a so defender midfielder too, but you can't really swing him with anybody. So yeah, it's, that's the problem. You, you pick him and he's stuck. I'll just go bring in another def- defensive midfielder because oh. there are a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> Good moves. All right, we ready for some uh, questions, boys? Yeah, go. All right, beautiful. Um, we'll start with people who commented on our post, even though it was highly recommended to jump across to our podcast forums where the questions are going to be asked. And boy, Yeah, can I say, we should not be rewarding bad behaviour here, Corey. I know, this I know, is, but I will. This is one one we're, we're, Look, we're, we're um, here for the fans, here for the listeners. We'll just um, we are. put it out there that we would Pretty really appreciate us, if you could jump on our website, make an account that takes 34 seconds, and then post the questions on the podcast forum part every single week. It would help me out tremendously. I don't have to go clicking through tabs and finding questions. Um, and it's great. Get you on the page, um, get you posting, and yeah. So if you could do that next week, that'd be mighty handy. Harrison Lau, uh, oh Harrison Lowe, sorry. Is it worth considering Webster when his price bottoms out? Yes. Yes. Uh, you'll like this one, Bonfa. Webster, Hurley, or Ryan for D six. This is oh Anthony now I'll tell you. Picardis. Now I know I've been big on Ryan, right? And I own him in this other fantasy type uh, competition thing that I run. And I'll tell you what, this is someone now who, while his stocks are high, you want to get rid of. His last Two weeks, I think it's been. He, he hasn't even got, what, 12, 12 touches in both games. Uh, for some reason, he stopped touching the football. And it's not like Fremantle have played brilliant football in that time. They were smashed by Melbourne and smashed by Brisbane. So there should have been a lot of ball in defence. Um, so what were the three options? Because Ryan is number three right now. Uh, Ryan Webster, early. Uh, based, basing all this around price, I, w- I would go Webster, early, Ryan. I'm the same. I'm Hurley 1, Webster 2. Yeah, Hurley butt licker. Ryan 3. Uh, Fender Dan, is Knuckle or Lynch a viable downgrade target to provide cover on the bench for the remainder of the year? Yep, certainly. Uh, probably not so much Knuckle. I, I not like Knuckle. Lynch. I like, I like seeing. Yeah. What did you call him last week? You called him Farkle, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I thought he swore it in as well. What? Knuckle. You missed a big week, Brett, last week. I like yeah. that. Should probably listen to the podcast when I'm not on it and just catch up on what's going on. It's mainly just us ripping on you hey. for like. Uh, <laughs> it's probably why I don't listen to it. You might have got your league win if you listened to the podcast last week because I probably somehow uh, would have talked you into merit. I definitely <laughs> would have talked you into gaff. Um, I love this question. So these are a couple of people that couldn't follow some rules on Twitter as well. Uh, Miffy Polner at Miffy Polner, your worst fifty-fifty decision of the season. Miffy's was picking Howe over Lloyd at round 10. Howe is 9k more since this happened. Howe 425 points. Lloyd 713. It's broken me. Poor bastard. I had to think about this. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I meant... uh, Sorry. Bretta. Howie. 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 How can you possibly say that... Howie, can you honestly say... Howie, could you possibly say that Howie and Lloyd were a 50 50 split decision? But that's that's his, that was his 50 50 decision, you bloody muppet. Oh. Yeah, now, now let me tell you, what was this fella's name? Whatever, he was from Twitter, that's all I remember. If, now, fella, if you tuned into the podcast, 
you would have heard quite clearly that Lloyd, now, no matter what stage of the year it was, because I said this before round one, he was heads and shoulders above any other defender you've ever seen in your entire life. Oh, this was a 99-1 to 1 decision in favour of Lloyd, not 50-50. Bombs, no one just could made trust you at that stage under- because you, you, you'd made yeah. one right move for the year so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, now, let me, I've turned my season around, I'll tell you. Zach yeah, that's Merritt's good. I said up till then. I'm in for, I've scored 2,400 in back-to-back weeks here. I'm absolutely fine right now, Corsa. Absolutely yeah, love it. People listen to you now. Bretta, what was your 50-50 mistake? I'll let you boys think about it. Go have a look at your team, because I know mine. I know mine. Mine mine as well, but you go. Mine at the start of the year was um, Yo... What was it? Uh, No, Lloyd and Franklin, or Hibbard and Toby Green. That was was mine at the start of the year. And And I took Hibbard and Toby Green. You did. Yep. Yeah, that's... And that was a poor decision. Oh, I would have been so yeah, mine, further up. That was more of a 25-25 decision, more so than a 50-50. What was yours? Let's anyway, compare the pair. Let's compare the pair, like same age, same income, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> mine was, um, I removed Jackson McRae from my team at the start of the season. Yep. And I also brought in Michael Hibbard because I liked the look of the three defenders more. And that's what I ran with and it torched me. Yep. Although McCray's done his hammy now, so I'm okay. Another one for me too was uh, was Kelly and um, Jaeger O'Meara or Cripps and Cornelio. And, and I went Kelly. I remember we had this conversation yeah. every single day for like a month leading up to it, and I was saying you got to pick Cornelio. Cornelio is just the obvious choice. Pick yeah. Cornelio, and then I didn't. Yeah. But Jaeger was good. Jaeger served the purpose. He uh, he got me up, but Kelly just killed he me. Played his role. Kelly missed like the whole year, and it was just the cat. Mine <laughs> um, um, would have been Hibbert and Yo. That's where I stuffed up. I, you know, Hibbert and Yo could have been the decision. I could have gone Yo over Hibbert, and that would have saved me a lot of headaches. Did anyone have one during the season? Yours could have also uh, been picking that. Dustin Martin after you said not to pick him. Well, I hate Dustin yeah. Martin, and you're not going to pick him. But it wasn't a 50-50, because if I didn't get Dustin Martin, who would I have picked? I probably would have gone McCray, and got Hallie. Oliver. So, McCray. Well, Oliver, I could have gotten Oliver. I mean, I had the decision. Actually, that was another one, actually. I had Merritt v. Oliver v. Kelly. That's right. That you didn't pick Oliver because the, of the knee. That he had a season. slight injury concern going into round one. So I wrote Oliver off and then thought I'd go Merritt over Kelly. And I actually had Bont in that conversation too as well. And, um, I don't think I've done one during the year, though. Neither had I. That was what I was looking at. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just looking through it now. Look, I, I oh, I know age. yours. I know bombs. I know bombs. There's absolutely no bombs. Yeah, you pick Steph. You pick Steph Martin instead of... Oh, yeah. Of that's Cruddy. the biggest mistake ever. Yeah. So, like, right now, I'd comfortably go pay that 80 grand and go get Grundy over Martin. We but, absolutely you know, Martin hasn't been too. horrible. And Yeah, but I Grundy's been enormous. Now, can I just say... Now, I know Gorn and Grundy, they're number one and number two for average and for overall points in the year. But if I told you back when I had to make this decision in, when was it, round five or so, that by the end of round 16, Martin would be sitting 11th overall for total points, I would be go- I'd be going, yeah, well, Martin's a lock, then he's probably top two. He- this has just been extraordinary from Gorn and Grundy. Yeah, and- but if you yeah, told me that and we all told would you be to second and would average 126. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Look, I had... I had- <laughs> I'm able to justify my uh, my reasons uh, because I wanted to use the 80 grand the following week to go buy someone else. I can't even remember who I upgraded to the week after, but I needed that 80 grand saving in order to do that. 
because I, I lost a lot of games early on in the year and I need to upgrade my team as quick as possible. So, yeah, Fair enough. Right now, might... right now, if you don't own Grundy or Gorn, do you have to trade to go get them? Uh, um, it Sorry, depends I'm on the trade you got there. So I missed whatever name you dropped then. Grundy Look, and Gorn, think... do you have to trade to go get one of them if you don't have them? I'm... I'm... Yeah, I've only got Gorn, no nickname, but I'm actually getting Grundy this week. I've got some yep. money put aside and I've got some trades, so I'm just going to go do it. There's my luxury upgrade. So you're nicknamed to, nickna to Grundy, yeah? Yeah, this week. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, look, if I had the trades available, certainly I'd love to go Martin to um to Grundy, but look, do I think it's absolutely necessary? No. Look, I'd probably rather trade you know, someone like Dustin Martin or Franklin out um, and go get another midfielder or forward as opposed to trading someone like Steph out. Because Steph, Steph has a serves a purpose. I've I've I look at this every single week. At the end of my league game, I have a look and I say, if I had Grundy instead of Martin, would I have won? And it's only happened once this year in which I would have won the game. So I don't think I'm losing a hell of a lot of, you know, league games as a result of this pick. But no, you're um, losing league games because you picked the crap team. That's why you're losing league games. <laughs> Grundy's not going to make up 190 <laughs> points a week. <laughs> I've just You're got to be um, Yeah, I'm, I'm just speechless. No, he's, he's oh, four and one in your last five. Look at you. Um, Bretta, I'm in form. I I'm in form, Bretta. I just had a really shit start to the year. Okay. So, yeah, I've bounced back tremendously. That's great. Bro. I love it. Flying back. Flying balls. All right, let's go across to the podcast forum page and answer these questions. I really appreciate the people for uh, for posting in here and following some great instructions on a week to week basis. Um, uh, Ram Neil R A M N I W ask overachieving is his uh, title and is is Russell from SC Elites currently overachieving and can his head get any bigger? He's overachieving and no. It's maxed out. Bombs? Let me, yeah, let me tell you something about Russ, right? Russ is one of these characters who doesn't mind listening to the Bombs Express, right? So I've got all the time in the world for old Russell. And uh, is he overachieving? It's Russ. Yeah. It's Russ. We'll, we'll call him Russell, all right? Or Screech. If, is he overachieving? Certainly not, because he's following the Bombs Express instruction. And when you do that, you become a winner. That's all I've got to say. I will give it to Russ. He's uh, he is actually pretty good at uh, asking questions and then uh, deliberating answers and uh, moving forward. Because we not we look, we may not be the best super coaches out there, uh, but we give pretty good damn advice. So um, I'll just speak for myself there it's, anyway. It's more of a <laughs> it's more of a it's more of a do as we say, not as we do. Yeah. Type set it up down here at the elite, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, Troy Danaher, last upgrade trade. Hi guys, love the new site. Six trades left. Thanks, Troy. Got one back up. One one last backline up to make. We'll have 424k ish to spend. Any suggestions on who's good f for the run home, or should he downgrade a spud uh, like Lockie Murphy to bank a little bit of cash and go up to a full primo next week? Um, also in this question, have a little bit of uh, money left over to trade shit Hibbard as a hopeful last luxury upgrade. So it's go well, one at four twenty four k this week, or um, downgrade and go up. Is it? And then he needs two defenders here, doesn't he? No, he just wants to upgrade Hibbert the week after. But who does he spend the four twenty four on this week? It's a defender, right? Defender. Yeah. Okay. 
So this is what this is what I want to get at. I would now categorically do the downgrade. I think that's an absolute no-brainer, right? Do your upgrade. Go buy yourself someone like Crisp if you don't own a Crisp, or maybe wait a week for Tom McDonald. Just let the money sit there, and next week you piss Hibbert off for Webster. If if that's not the most obvious trade you've ever seen in your entire life, then you need to go to Specsavers because that is for twenty or thirty grand one of the best things you could do to your team. Brother? Yeah, well, I think getting I don't really advocate getting Webster, but in that sort of situation, I don't I don't actually mind it. I think Hibbard's Hibbard's a mess, and the sooner you can move him on, the better. Yeah, see, I like the upgrade this week, whether it's one down, one up, and then potentially looking at a Hibbard to Webster in the coming weeks after the, you know he's bottomed out. But, yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with the Bons Express there. Bob, one, two, three, two, one. Appreciate any help or suggestions. So he's put his team up on the uh, the forum, but I'll read out the questions. Do I upgrade Savage to Crisp slash Webster? Whitfield to Kelly slash McLean? Nat Nui to Grundy or downgrade Langdon and Myacek to bring in an F M9 slash F7 F7 such as McLean uh, that is a lot to remember my yep. short term memory does not process um... I'd probably move probably move Whitfield just because I think the point gaps between or actually Nick Nat maybe I just basically look at what the biggest point gap is and see what trade makes you the most money if that makes sense so if Nick Nat to Grundy is getting you 30 points a week and Whitfield to Kelly is getting you 15 you just go and get the 30 points a week I like the um, he, look he's, he's photos up there so boys jump on and uh, give him a bit of feedback there too but I think I like the coverage move here because his team's complete um, obviously not to a huge quality standards, he's still got Whitfield there. He's still got five trades, so I think this is a great wing week to bring in the swingman, and then you know upgrade Whitfield towards the end. Yeah, mm. be doing. I think, but I think if you get McLean, you'd probably put him on field anyway, wouldn't you? He wouldn't even be cover. Oh, I guess he would be. He'd play anyway, but he'd also be able to swing him to the midfield and stuff like that. Yeah, I think getting McLean's probably pretty important. Yeah. I think McLean's the obvious one there, especially if you're getting rid of two rookies to back it up. A back shot for the rest of the year if you cop another injury too. Um, Liam Clark, 027. Have six trades left, ranked 1,121. Uh, should I hold all my trades for league finals or try and push a bit further for overall, considering I probably can't get much further, Liam? Um, no, I mean, you're not going to win the 50K, so just play for your league, mate. Bon- uh, yeah, Brenner, I agree yeah, too. Agree. You'd probably want to be in the top, um, probably in the top three to five hundred right now. If you're really going to try and push for league, um, it's a little bit tough. Um, question for round seven pod, seventeen pod, and this is windy. Six trades, twenty four k, one mid to upgrade left for Holman. Still undecided regards target. Uh, my question: Should I stick just one cash gen grand downgrade this week, Caulfield to Lynch? Leaves five trades and 150k. Uh, wouldn't even have enough cash to do a decent upgrade until round 18. Holman on field, bleed a bit more cash. Unsure possible round 18 targets and their job security yet. Or should I do a second downgrade this week? Holman to Trengrove slash Sire. Um, and then at max job security, obviously. Leaves me four trades, 325k for round 18 upgrade. I think I like the double down. 
Oh, I don't think I think he is Holman's on field, isn't isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you need to go Holman up. You can't. Yeah. You need to get to completing your team. You can't go Holman down to Trengrove and CR and run that for another six weeks until they like max out and then upgrade them. I think you're leaving that run a little bit too late. So I'd go do your downgrade. Was it Coffield to Lynch or something? Yeah. I think was said. Um, I'm not sure how much that's going to pocket you. 153k. That have it after that. Well, 153k. And what's Holman worth? I think like three something. Oh, gee, it's not enough money. I don't it? mind the double downgrade, and then well, next five hundred man. There's have, a few guys. You're assuming you've got an Ahern though somewhere, so even the week after the week after that, go early on Ahern to finish your team. Yeah, Ahern's break even. Have you seen? It's like negative ten, I think. Mm. Yeah, didn't so, he just score like eighty? Yeah, eighty-one. He's gone back to back eighties or something like yeah. that, hasn't he? So then you've got that option, um, you know, the that week or the week after. I like the idea of the double downgrade. You get a, a, someone else who's got good job security. You're fine in it, you know, either next week or the week after that. I think the double downgrade makes most sense. Anything else? No. Uh, Hibbert to who? Picking between Luke Ryan and Michael Hurley at 440k. Uh, this is Michael Cooper Hurley. Smith. Michael Hurley, not even a yeah. question. Hurley. <laughs> Do you reckon I agree with Britta? <laughs> Here we go. I can't possibly ever agree with Bruno. Are you going to? <laughs> nah, I will. I will. Four. Yeah, uh, right there. Justin Iris, five <laughs> trades left. Martin at M8, Billings and Fritch at F5, F6. 111k in the uh, uh, bank. Borderline top eight in most of his leagues and already traded out five. What should be the priority? Trade Martin um, now or wait for Fife and McRae to come back and trade Martin to one of them? Bearing no, wait in mind it's leaking, it's wait. leaking yeah. cash. Wait. Yeah, wait. Don't worry about it. Mar wait, hold you know, Martin is not going to go... Well, he may go sub 400, but he's not going to go deep sub 400. Um, all he needs is a couple of 90s each week, and he's going to, you know, and you know, possibly 120, somewhere along the line. what about the potential of grabbing the win? What about the potential of wins? He need, this guy needs wins. So right now, like, listening to the question, I'm probably trading. Because what's what's yeah, but if he goes and trades, like it could burn his season right now, like, and he loses anyway, like he's killed he's killed off his season. Like if he can just hold, sneak a few wins, sneak the eight, then he's got the trades in the bank. Then he goes after finals. Like yep. that's uh, that's just how I play it in my head. That's how I'd be trying to play it. It's going to come down to a week to week basis. It's literally going to come down to whether you get the wins or not on a, on a on a weekly thing. What about Billings, boys? If you had Billings, would you still? Be holding. <laughs> oh, if you haven't traded him now, you're kind of committed, aren't you? I think yeah. so. What he's going the weekend? Hold him. Seventy odd. Yeah. He started both of these last two weeks on fire as well. Fifty three at the half, I think yeah. he was. Crazy, and he was like fifty at, at quarter time last week. Yeah, yeah. as the, only a ninety six. Week before ninety nine, he still can't crack that hundred since round one. Unbelievable. Stop yeah. being so harsh, man. Um, hey boys, sick of hey, Heyshaw. This is next Benny Osmond. Sick of Heyshaw and want to move him on for, to Robbie Gray or another forward target via Sicily. Six trades, currently 113k. Have the coin, so would only need one trade to make it happen. Thoughts? Heyshaw to Robbie Gray. Oh, to Robbie Gray, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'd rather... Isn't there a defensive option? <laughs> he could... He, look, he could... Get nah, not at that price, I don't think. Because I'd probably rather Gray than Hurley. 
Yep. Oh, I can't Sorry. argue with that highly anymore. I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you current... saying you would take Hurley in the grave? No, I said Graham. No, Hurley. I'm not saying anything anymore. No, I'm not saying anything saying... about Hurley anymore. Yeah. Um, his current if... forward line, by the way, is Sisley, Heaney, Westhoff, McLean, Dev Smith, and Gunston. So he could even get a uh, Walters. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd rather Walters over Gray. I think I would too right now, just due to injury. Oh. Gray. Gray is head and shoulders. Look, if you want Gray, then yeah, I've got no problem going he's shorter Gray. Um, yeah, how's this one? Get ready, boys. Shane Corbell, the bald Muppets, ranked 45, three trades and 29k in the bank. Full team nope. with Wingard at M9 F7. Do I save trades or use two trades to go Grundy to Martin or wait next week and go Ed Richards' D7 to Webster with one trade? Okay. I'm not going to give him advice because he's flying and I feel like whatever I say could butcher it. Who's more important? I think he needs a little bit of luck. What's more important, having Webster as the loop in the end or getting Grundy on field over Martin? Mm, Wingard is a loop. You're more likely. He's already got Wingard, bro. It's Webster. Oh, he's got Wingard. Oh, nah. Nah, go. He has to burn two trades. He has to burn two trades. He's only got three left. No, hold your trades. Your trade's going to score you more points. Don't trade at all, then. Yeah. Don't trade at all. That's, yeah. Because yeah. I figure probably half of that top 45 might have no trades left. And that's why you'll catch them. I and think then... there's a lot that are high up that actually do still have trades because they nailed it at the start. I mean, last week, I know you didn't listen to the pod, but a lot of the people that were high up and sending in trade advice questions still had like six, seven trades left. Unreal. Yeah, uh, look, yeah, look there's there's going to be two ways that this outcomes. It's either you go full metal now, f- um, you know, foot on the accelerator, go absolutely hard, grab Grundy and hope that he just gets you that enough to start moving up. Or it's wait, hope the teams around you, the players, the unique players that they don't have go down with an injury and then you're going to be able to pass them holding on to trades. Yeah, and I think this is the important thing. So I'm on the www.supercoachleads.com website, the, the forum section here, having a look at the question. And uh, just noted that the fella also in the, in the comments thread down below has actually said he's 630 points off top spot. Now, burning two trades to go Martin to Grundy is not going to make make up 630 points in the last six, seven weeks here. What will make up 630 points is injuries come in and you having three trades to be able to deal with those injuries. That's your best chance to get to number one. Agreed. Yep. Yeah, so it's probably hold the trades. Yep. I, yep. I think it's a no trade from here, yeah. Yep. Uh, last question. Good trade, bad trade. Fritch and Nat Nui out for Sire and Grundy. No, hold Fritch. Fritch was sitting, obviously, on field as a... Lo- oh, no, no. Tom McDonald's there. No, he's got a fully upgraded forward line, though. Okay, yeah, then you can afford to move Fritch and go get Grundy. Yep. Yeah, I like it as well. You'll have a lot of money sitting in the bank too if you want to go do something later, which is nice. Very unique. Yeah, you, Very unique. you would have a lot of money, but I mean, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather deal with that Savage disaster and that's going on yeah, in his back line. There, I'd probably much rather deal with Savage as I'd, well. I'd rather go Hibbard down. I'd go Hibbard down to that Dogs defender as opposed to getting rid of Fritch. Fritch would you not? a better loot, yeah. 
I think Fritchoff is a better loop. Get rid of Hibbard. Need him. And upgrade Savage to... He doesn't have Lloyd, this guy. Go Savage to Lloyd. I think Savage to Lloyd is a much bigger upgrade than Steph is to Grundy. Nick Natanui to Grundy, yeah. Kind of agree uh, there, too. Grundy. Yeah. I think that's more points weekly. See? The power of the forums, man. Post your teams. We can sit there and have a Post look at that and, can... and well, comment on we, your well, don't we and give you different say. ideas. How often do we say, wouldn't it be great to see this person's team so yep. we can give some... Some more advice. That's it. Get uh, on the forums, boys. If you if you got qu- boys and girls, I should say, got weekly questions. Get on the forums. Put them there. Good trade, bad trade. Nice and easy as this. Put the trade. Put the picture in, and good to go. Don't word the yeah. questions too long. They become too hard to read as well. So, <laughs> but look, go for broke. Hey, if they, as, if they're using the website, if they're using the website, they can use as many characters as they damn please. Corey, yeah, they're doing a good job, aren't they? Done. Uh, that's it for questions this week, boys. Vice captain and captain options. Bonfa. Now, let me tell you something, all right? Who was my number one last week? Maxi Gorn. Another 150. Now, he is a walk-up number one this week. I will announce my number one. An absolute walk-up number one. He's coming up against the dogs, right? And are they playing at the MCG? Do you guys know? I think they are. Yep, they are. Yep. And he's... Record and scores, which you'll see in the article this week, is an absolute joke about how good this is. And um, I think you have absolutely no choice but to either VC or see Max Gorn. But I'm going to keep a look, I'm going to keep the stats and all that under wrap. And uh, you can head to www.supercoachleads.com, get down uh, through the articles uh, tab, click on choose, choose, choose your captains, and select round 17, and they'll be up 24 hours before the first bounce. So this week uh, it is Adelaide and Geelong on a Thursday night at 7.50. So by 7.50 on Wednesday night this week, they will be up. Great read that week, uh, weekly, that uh, Choo Choo Choose Your Captains. Only uh, second best to the Around the Ground article. Whoever does that does a bloody good job. <laughs> uh, Brett, I've lost captain and captain for this week. Gone into Grundy, keeping it simple. We're not going to overthink it. Hey, what about Nick Nat? Do you not worry us? What yeah. about Nick? Do you not worry about Nick Nat on Brody Grundy? No, Why not too much? Worry? Why would Nick Nat's only going to play fifty-five percent of the game, and Grundy will score one twenty in that other forty-five percent, and then you can the do question. a little bit more. Because my that's captain, fine, that's fine. mine is our vice captain, uh, going into Nick, uh, going into Grundy. Sorry. Don't yeah. Very good. You got something? And to I, was bit, I was just going to say I was a bit stiff on Grundy last week. I mean, I only had him at number five in the. Uh, in the captains last week. I mean, honestly, I didn't see the 150 coming because I thought Bell Chambers had been in half-decent form. But, um, yeah, he'll be in contention again for a top-five spot this week. Yeah, uh, bloody, bloody nice there. Don't know if you've seen uh, in your Divi 1 league uh, last week, Bretta, but a uh, um, little review almost beat uh, Dizza with uh, Grundy coming home. He had a VC on Gorn and he took Grundy's captain. And, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> made himself an extra eight points there. So... <laughs> Well, clearly, the 150 wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah, it would have been good if he could have knocked off uh, the the old the old pest down in Dizza. but um, yeah, unfortunately, didn't. Anything else to add to this potty, boys? Um, what do we score this week? We always oh, forget to do this at the start of the potty, don't we? Yeah. yeah, what do we score? Brett never brings it up because well, he scored trash. I, and I only rate because you know I've gone 2403, so second week <laughs> 100. So I've got this is the only reason I raise it. Yeah, I've got 23, 2383 with a donut in Simpson. So. Yeah, I was 2329 with a donut as well. Um, yeah, which was a little bit of caca. All right, anything else? Anything else I forget? 
No, yeah. I think it's just been nice having Brett back. I, I think he, I think he adds another dimension to this podcast. He's uh, relatively funny yeah, at times. Don't and count on it happening too often. Don't count on it happening too often. I can tell you that much. Oh, I'm just hoping Dev can score another 120. So we'll see him next week because we know he'll be back under rocks when he goes sub 70 again. All good, all good. Oh, well, the latest. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to jump across to uh, old-fashioned www.supercoachelites.com. Um, leave us a like on iTunes or a rating, uh, SoundCloud. We really appreciate your feedback every week. So it's uh, it's uh, good to, to listen to what the community has to say. Um, yeah, when we give up our time to do these podcasts. Um, on behalf of myself and the rest of the elites, Bumps, I'll see you next week. Britta, I'll see you in two weeks. Peace out, community. Thanks for listening. <laughs>